Hi, and welcome to the IB Matters podcast. In this episode, we are speaking to Kirsten McPherson, who is the PYP coordinator at Matoska International School in the White Bear Lake School District. She will walk us through an introduction to what the IB Primary Years program is and how it is different from most elementary school education. There will be links to more information at the end of this episode and on our episode description. So stay tuned. Welcome to IB Matters, a podcast for those who currently teach, lead, attend, or are interested in international baccalaureate IB schools. Hi, and welcome to IB Matters. This is John Peterson, and I'm here with Kirsten McPherson, who's the PYP coordinator at Matoska International School in uh, the north suburbs of St. Paul. Uh, Hi, Kirsten. Hi, John. so what we'd like to do today is is hear, for people that don't mo- know much about the IB or about the primary years program, we'd like to hear a little bit from you about what it is. But before we do, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up in this role? Sure, sure. Uh, my, my current role is the primary years uh, program coordinator at Matoska International, uh, which is in White Bear Lake. Um, this is my ninth year, actually. Was, <laughs> when I was reflecting on this, I was like, wow, nine years of being the IB coordinator. But I've actually been in education for about... 20 years now. Um, my journey, my journey into teaching has been a little bit interesting. I've, I've taught in a very traditional setting. Um, I've taught in a, in a multi-age open school. I've taught overseas for a couple of years. And then the bulk of my, where did you teach overseas? Um, in the Dominican Republic. Okay, cool. And the bulk of my time has been with, with the IB and the PYP. So, um, the last probably 14 years of my, um, both classroom experience and then as the PYP coordinator have been with IB. Okay. So a very diverse background and you haven't been IB your whole life basically. Right. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, um, tell us a little bit about the PYP. What, how does that work or what is the PYP for those that don't know much about it? Sure. Uh, the primary years program PYP is the, the first of four programs in a continuum that IB offers. So, um, we deal with the little ones anywhere from three years up to 12 years of, of age. So depending on how a school is structured, um, you may or may not have um, preschool. So Matoska does not. We start at kindergarten, five years old. Um, but some some schools start as early as three. Okay. And then um, also, you know, the difference in maybe an international school versus a school in the United States and, and what year that school might end. Matoska ends at fifth grade, sometimes at sixth grade. Sure. Um, so the PYP can, can go through as far as sixth grade with students. Um, PYP is inclusive of all, of all students in in the school. So what that means, and, and if you know anything about the DP and the DP end um, for 11th and 12th graders, it's not necessarily all students in the high school that are participating where okay. um, for elementary at the PYP level, it's all students. So everybody that's in the building is participating in the, the program of inquiry, the big um, IB picture. Um, so there's a little bit of um, you know, sometimes people are familiar with DP and they don't realize, oh, that's, you know, for all kids and it's the whole school. Effort. Sure. So, no, so when you say you're a PYP school, every student who walks through the door, they don't have to apply to get in. Um, they are just part of the program because they attend that school. Right. Yeah. Right. And PYP is designed um, to meet all students in the building. So you'll find PYP in inner city schools. You'll find PYP schools in the suburbs. You'll find PYP schools all over the world. And, and it's designed so that you can make it work for, for whoever your students are, whether they're 
um, you know, students that are local to the neighborhood or, you know, obviously overseas where you have students that are from multiple different countries and expat, you know, um, people that are living there. So, so where do you get your students at Matoska? Um, so Matoska is part of a, a, you know, a small district in, in um, the northern suburbs. So we have nine elementary schools um, in our district, but we are not a boundary school, which just means that um, students can choose to come here from anywhere in the district. Um, we also have some students that come from outside of our school districts that attend Matoska. So, okay. um, yeah, so it's not necessarily just a neighborhood school. We do have kids that live right across the street, but we also have kids that have up to, you know, 45 minute bus ride in the morning to get to school. Okay. All right. Um, so how is uh, PYP different from what most elementaries are doing? You mentioned you have nine schools, elementary schools in your school district, and you are the only IB school. How is how is the PYP different in Matoska than it might be in other elementaries? Yeah, that's such a great question. And um, I think of when we give tours to prospective families, we, um, anytime throughout the year, people can come and take a tour of Matoska. And so it's either the principal or myself that's giving that tour. And this is one of the, you know, the biggest questions, right? Tell me how Matoska is different than the neighborhood school that's, you know, a few blocks down the road. And my my explanation is always we have access to all of the same materials that any other school has in that, um, you know, we, we have the same science materials. We have the same um, reading curriculum and books and things available to us. Okay. But what's Wait, let me just interrupt for a second. So that what you just said is interesting. I think a lot of folks think that IB hands you a curriculum and off you right. go. Uh, but in fact... You're using your, you know, state requirements, your school district uh, expectations, but you're somehow doing it differently. So go ahead. I'm sorry to yeah. interrupt, but that's no, kind of and what that's, hear. that's exactly what what explaining to parents is. It's not a purchase curriculum. It's a framework, and what we always um, share with with parents and and other educators when they're trying to learn about IB is that it's the framework of how we teach. Um, it's it's designed around best teaching practices that are student driven and designed. Um, to capitalize on on the little people's natural curiosity, mm-hmm. um, which is you'll hear the word inquiry, and we can talk more about that. But it um, the the program, the IP program, is not uh, any kind of a, a boxed curriculum set. So we get all these different materials that anybody else has. And you you mentioned state standards um, because we are in the United States, Minnesota. We have the Minnesota state standards that obviously we are accountable for. We're a public school, um, so we take all of that materials and um, learning targets that, you know, we want our students to achieve. And all of that is embedded into what we call the POI or the program of inquiry. Okay. Um, And and it's a a really big word. And for a really long time, people wrapping their mind around transdisciplinary. And what does that mean? Transdisciplinary means that um, we take all of the different disciplines, so reading, writing, math, science, um, the arts, everything as much as we can, and we integrate it together to make connections for our students. So in the PYP, there are six big themes. And uh, for the most part, um, each grade level has six units that they will spend their time working through throughout the school year. Um, the ex- the exception to that would be the um, the really little um, preschool. They don't have to have six. They can six, have, they can have four. And so um, honestly, here I have in front of me the PYP brochure because I am not I'm not a PYP um, practitioner myself. And so are those six subjects? What I see here: the language, mathematics, science, social studies, arts. And personal, social, and physical education—is that are those the six? Right, that, those okay. are the subjects. Okay. I mean, th- those are all the subjects that that 
school would be teaching. What's different about that is is in a more traditional school, you would, uh, you know, arrive for your day and your teacher might say, okay, it's time for, um, you know, reading. And so for the next 90 minutes, you're doing reading. And then, okay, put away your reading and we're going to move on to doing a science experiment. And then you maybe have a 40 minute science lesson that you're doing. Okay. With IB, it's much more integrated. Um, we try very hard to um, have all of that be woven together to to um, make connections for the students. And one of the big words with that is is a conceptual lens. Um, and so the difference with that might be that you would you would see during during literacy in the morning where a teacher might be working with a small group of students, the materials that she may be using may actually have a focus on some of their social studies concepts or some of their science concepts. Or when students go to journal or partner write or partner read, they may be using books and writing stories that are very tied to um, some of the science and social studies um, standards and things that are embedded into that unit. Right. Um, an example I always give um, parents with that piece is that, um, you know, I coming from a traditional background of teaching, we, we used to have, or some people still do have, maybe what they would call a civil war unit. And so they're doing a social studies unit that's, you know, heavily based on the civil war. Sure. And the students are learning, you know, the dates, the battles, the, the people that were the leaders, all of the information about the civil war. And how the spin on that for IB is instead of drilling, um, you know, an infor information that can be now accessed in, you know, honestly, 20 seconds on the internet, it's it's getting to a more conceptual level. So that unit is, what we have done is um, made that into a, a civil struggles unit where mm. there's a, glo a global connection and we're not spending as much time focusing on just one war or one, you know, one um, circumstance, but we're having the students look at where are you seeing conflict? Where is that happening still today? Where have you seen that in history? And allowing the students to have some choice and then really get to the big concept of being able to understand, you know, why why is there a civil struggle in any given, you know, nation sure. and and so, walk away with applicable understandings. So. Right, right. Well, what's neat, neat about that and what I'm hearing is that that's a real conceptual lens, as you said, but it's right, also context. Children. So even the little ones, the young people are, are getting context when they learn lessons. Um, you know, if, if someone checks out our, our similar interview with Angela Wilcox on the P on the MYP, you'll hear her talk quite a bit about context as well. So yeah. that's a great example of how the IB has this continuum and themes like context come through beginning in, you know, pre-K or K and all the way through the, the high school age students. So, yeah, yeah. um, yeah, thanks for that example. Um, so if you're a teacher in a PYP, um, how is that different? You, you, are you, um, more multidisciplinary? Are you, are, what kind of, how does it change for a teacher? Yeah, I think, well, I think just by nature, elementary teachers are multidisciplinary versus, you know, where you would see a middle school teacher that is, you know, obviously their licensure might just be language, language, mm -hmm. language arts. Um, you know, it's natural for an elementary teacher to teach all of the subjects. Um, what's different and what I, I always um, think is, is so good for practitioners at the PYP, in the PYP is that because there are these six units of inquiry, we are sitting down and talking about 
you know, as colleagues, we're collaborating, we're sitting down and talking about what is the big, big learning target? What do students really need to know? What do we want them to know? And what do we want them to be able to do? Mm-hmm. And um, and so we're designing our unit. And an example that I give with that when, when talking to educators is um, there's a curriculum out there for science. It's called FOSS. It's a wonderful oh, hands-on yeah. science curriculum. I've that used many, that as a science teacher. Yeah. Many, many schools use it. We love it. But in a traditional school, you would get that FOSS kit and you'd get that manual and you'd pull it out. And most teachers would just teach, you know, the maybe 24 lessons that come with it. And they would do science for, you know, maybe three weeks or however long it would take them to get through. Mm -hmm. And basically they're teaching their way from the front to the back. What we do is we, we rip that curriculum apart. We look at the standards. We look at what the goal is. And we really go through and refine where where do, where are the lessons best placed? Which ones do we really need to do to to get the kids, um, you know, to understand the learning? What other things are missing that we can pull in? In so I mean, it is a little bit more work for a teacher to be a PYP teacher because there's there's this um, second layer of really digging through all the materials that you have and making it make sense and sitting down and writing these units of inquiry together. Um, But as practitioners, it really gives you time to plan and then reflect on how your teaching went and, um, you know, work together as a team. Neat. Okay. That's cool. So um, let me switch uh, the attention to the the parents and their students. Mm -hmm. Um, So how are students who go through the PYP program affected? What, What would we see if we were talking to a, uh, an eight-year-old who is in a PYP school like yours, um, what would, you know, if we speak to them about their learning or if a parent says, what did you learn or do in school today? How, how do, what does yeah. that look like? Yeah, we're often given, um, you know, feedback from the middle school teachers that they can, they can tell which students have had the IV um, when they enter middle school. And one, of, I think one of the reasons for that is, is that we, um, we do a lot of inquiry-based learning. So the students are not, um, just lectured at they're 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 really given an opportunity to um within you know the concepts that you're working on look at what they're interested in pursue their own um interest and direction and where they're going with their learning so it's not just a free-for-all it's very guided and they still have you know goals and standards that they need to accomplish but i think that what it does is creates this sense of independence in our students um the one thing that is common for all of the IB is the learner profile. Oh, great. Um, yep. you know, I was, was going to ask you about that because that was yeah. next up. Yep. The set of, of attributes, caring, balance, risk taker, inquirer, there, you know, there's a bunch of them, but that we really want our students to live and breathe that be who be the, be the person that is caring, that's knowledgeable, that's communicating. Um, and, and having them prepared and ready to move on out into the world. Um, it, it's a combination of that, the in, inquiry-based piece. And, um, you know, I would say, like, our goal as teachers is to be the guide on the side instead of the sage on the stage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, personally, I've experienced being in a classroom where the teacher has, you know, basically stood up there and lectured the whole time while I furiously tried to remember everything that they said. And right. then the, I was assessed on how, how well I did at remembering that, where the, the PYP is really um, about... Um, you know, getting students engaged so that they're really in the concepts that we're doing. And while they might not be able to rattle off, 
you know, every leader of the Civil War, they can tell you the major concept and why there's, um, you know, a civil struggle behind something. So our kids, you know, we're preparing them for a world that one of the things I say to parents, especially when you're touring a kindergarten family is, you know, the job that your five-year-old is going to do doesn't even exist right now. Right. So it's, I can't prepare them to do a job of X, Y, Z, but I can prepare them to be a critical thinker that is ready to, you know, take on any task that comes their way that has the confidence to, you know, dive into whatever the problem is or the learning and, and come up with a solution. And so, you know, our hope is always that we are, um, you know, uh, supporting students so that by the end of fifth grade, they have that confidence. Great. Yeah. So um, I, I, we've got a lot to, more to talk about with the PYP. There's just, there's so much about how you do it. Um, mm-hmm. We do, I know you, uh, Kirsten, lead workshops. And, and so um, we're going to have a further conversation about um, how we actually accomplish PYP, what teachers do, um, and some of those kind of things. In fact, I think we'll probably talk about that IB Learner Profile exclusively in a, in a, uh, yeah, in a further episode. One. I think that'd be a good one. But I want to appreciate or thank you for the time that you spent with us here today. And uh, I think for our listeners that are uh, just learning about IB, you can check out this uh, podcast episode notes to get links to the PYP. And we'll have other information on our website as well. Um, thank you, Kirsten. Yeah, thanks for having me. You bet. Thanks to Kirsten McPherson for taking time to tell us about the IB Primary Years Program. Check out the other podcasts in this series, which explain the Middle Years Program, the Diploma Program, and the Career-Related Program. You can find more information on our website at www.mnibschools.org or on the IB website at ibo.org. We will also post links in in the episode notes for this podcast. Thanks for listening.